I am an artist at heart. Music, acting, dance, and artistic self-expression connect to me in ways words can't always. Many of you may feel the same way. It is why music, film, photography, and other artistic realms exist. Meryl, Meryl Streep, one of my favorite actresses, was once quoted, we need art as much as we need good works. We need it like food. You need it for inspiration to keep going on the days that you're low. We need each other in that way. Contrary to what some may think, art is meant to serve not only as self-expression, but for connection to each other. At the core of art is empathy and the ability to feel what another feels. It's that feeling when a movie scene brings you to tears, when a musical piece strikes a chord deep inside, or when our very own stained glass causes us to pause and reflect on God's presence in our lives. One of my favorite theatrical productions is Les Miserables. Based on the French historical novel by Victor Hugo, Les Miserables, or Les Mis for short, is a story about love, hope, courage, pain, suffering, and the resilience of humanity. It encompasses young love, loss of innocence, grief and death, injustice, and the power of human connection and love. If you want to make me cry, play I Dreamed a Dream, specifically Anne Hathaway's portrayal of it. Fantine, Fantine Fantine, a single mother, has been wrongfully fired from her job and is left with no choice but to turn to the streets, selling all she can, including herself, in order to provide for her daughter, Cosette. Fantine has truly hit rock, rock bottom, and in the middle of the night, surrounded by darkness, she laments these words, I dreamed a dream in times gone by, when hope was high and life worth living. I dreamed that love would never die. I dreamed that God would be forgiving. One thing I must say is that this topic, I'm going to go off script, is very dear to my heart. So I think of you all, I think of people I've been around. So I may tear up at different points. We're all human. I hope you see that that's a connection we all have. I dreamed that love would never die. I dreamed that God would be forgiving. She continues on in the song to describe the choices she made in life the people she trusted in the naivete of youth, how she was young and unafraid. Dreams were made, used, and wasted. No songs were unsung, and no wine was untasted. But then we hear the darkness set in as she describes the pain and suffering of life, stating, stating the tigers come at night, and they tear your hope apart, and they turn your dreams to shame. Specifically, she describes her loss of innocence with a man who left her alone when she became pregnant. She ends the song stating, I had a dream my life would be so different from this hell I'm living. So different now from what it seems. Now life has killed the dream I dreamed. 
It's a dark time for Fantine. I suspect most, if not all of us, can relate to the dark night of the soul. The time where we look at our life and say, I had a dream my life would be so different from the one I'm living. And these long, dark nights all come from different life experiences, the loss of loved ones, the pain and struggle of medical or mental illness, the guilt and shame of life choices. The list goes on and on. Life is full of darkness. Some we can control, but most that we cannot control. And that darkness is exactly what Jesus was born into. As we read in the days ahead, Jesus was born on a night in circumstances most of us would not want our children to be born in. He was born in a stable because there was no room at the inn. He was laid in a manger, a feeding trough for animals. And as a toddler, he had to flee the vicinity of Bethlehem to escape Herod's orders to execute all children two years and under. While Jesus was the light of the world, from his birth, he was surrounded by darkness and unsettling circumstances. The Gospel writer of John emphasizes quite a bit of this dual reality of Jesus' birth and life. The text reads, All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overtake it. He was in the world, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. The emphasis on this darkness, rejection, and void without Jesus is apparent in John chapter 1. The text could have read much simpler. All things came into being. The light shines in the world. John came as a witness. Jesus was in the world. He came to what was his own. But if you're like me, my first reaction is to say, but this world is not that simple simple and easy. There is darkness in this world. To not acknowledge the deep struggles of pain, fear, sadness, and loneliness, and rejection, and so forth, is to discredit the human experience. But our world often avoids the discussion of darkness. It is almost human instinct to run away from pain and to act as if everything is okay. But the reality is, it's okay to not be okay. Because at the end of the day, running from from pain, telling people it's okay, or putting on a smile does not take away the darkness. What brings hope and peace amidst that darkness is true light and love. As John chapter 1 reminds us, Jesus did not take away the darkness. Jesus is the light that shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overtake it. Jesus entered the darkness. He did not run from it. He did not erase it. We could get into theological debates about why darkness exists. Why is there pain and suffering? Theologians have grappled with these existential questions for centuries. And while John 1 does not answer this, 
I believe it does point us to one thing. The importance of light is seen most clearly in the darkness. A candle can be seen most clearly in the darkness. When we experience fear, hopelessness, conflict, and sadness, we see more clearly the need for love, hope, peace, and joy. When we sit with another in pain and don't try to fix it, we see the importance of the light. When we forgive someone, or perhaps even forgive ourselves, we see the importance of the light. When we know our time is short and choose to spend it with loved ones, we see the importance of the light. While the light does not take away the pain, it gives hope, gratitude, and peace with what has or will be. As Albus Dumbledore from Harry Potter states, this pain is part of being human. The fact that you can feel pain like this is your greatest strength. It takes a lot of strength to love God, people, and ourselves. And that's partly because love requires vulnerability and openness to one day experience pain, loss, and grief. But without risking that vulnerability, we prevent ourselves from the experience of true light and love. My job is often a conversation starter or stopper. You don't realize how often the question of, so what do you do for a living, comes up until you work as a chaplain or other job that so closely sees human suffering. When I worked as an oncology chaplain specifically, I usually got one of two responses. The most common was, that must be depressing. The second most common was a statement along the lines of, I don't know how you do that every day. The truth is, I find the opposite to be true. I don't know how people truly live when they have not grasped the fragility of life. Because for me, the greatest gift of working in oncology or any similar field is that it reminds you how short, how beautiful, and how fragile life truly is. And that itself is a light in the midst of darkness. It is a light because it reminds us that every hug we get, for me, every hug I get from my children, every kiss I get from my husband, and every laugh I have with my friends is a gift. Because one day, it too will be no more. The light is most clearly seen in the darkness. These little moments would not be true gifts if they too were not fragile. And just as there is light in the midst of our darkness, so there was light for Fantine and Les Mis. Fantine's light was seen in the most unexpected of people. Jean Valjean, the protagonist in Les Mis, served 19 years in prison for stealing bread to feed his sister's starving children. 
After realizing it was his own factory that Fantine was wrongfully fired from, Valjean takes in Fantine's orphan child after she passes away. During the final scene, as Valjean nears the end of his life, he hands Cosette, Fantine's daughter, a letter stating, on this page, I write my last confession. Read it well when I at last am sleeping. It's the story of one who turned from hating. A man who only learned to love when you were in his keeping. A heartbreaking scene to watch. It ends with Valjean transitioning into eternity with those who have gone before him. But as he passes, these words are sung. And remember the truth that once was spoken. To love another person is to see the face of God. To love another person is to see the face of God. True, unconditional love is what shines, is what the true light is in the midst of darkness. The true light that darkness cannot and will not overtake. May it be so.